Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Stay the Morris podcast. We are sponsored, as always, by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. With the spring season upon us, the only way to watch prep baseball and lacrosse is to watch on the NFHS network. So be sure to subscribe today and get your daily dose a prep marauder action for just $10.99 a month, or right now there is a discount rate for $69.99 a year. Sign up today by going on to nfhsnetwork.com and creating your account today as we get closer and closer to the spring season. In this week's episode, we are going to continue to preview the 2022 spring sports season in Marauderland as we get to preview the baseball team, you know, they would lose their senior captains who played a huge role in the team's success last year in Ryan King, Teague Mulcahy, and Ian Wilson. But they would turn in a lot of good pieces, like the middle infield duo of Ulysses Ferraz and Jack O'Donnell. Jack would sit down with Joe Henry of the class of 2022, and Ryan Lowry of D1 Media Pro would sit down with head coach Pat Laguerre on this week's State of the Morales Hotline as they get to talk to us about their last scrimmage, which was a walk-off 4-3 victory against St. John Vianney as they progress into their seasonal play starting on Friday against Ferris. And I was going to talk about what expectations are like for the team this season. Kevin Conley of the class of 2016, who is the main play-by-play guy for prep baseball on D1 Media Pro, offers his thoughts and analysis as well on the upcoming season. And trust me, if there's anyone out there that is an expert on prep baseball, you know, besides me, of course, I, it would have to be Kevin Connolly. You know, he he not only covers the games for Demon Media Pro, but he was a former player under head coach Palagare as well. So he knows the program inside out. So I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this year's prep baseball team. Ben Nodasayor of the class of 2024 also came on this week to help us preview the crew team as he interviewed senior captain Biagio Guido to get his thoughts on the upcoming season as well. They were in a race this weekend, so stay tuned to hear what were the results for that cruise. But again, high expectations for the crew program. They're looking to get into nationals this year. Again, high expectations for the program. Let's I can't wait to hear what Biagio has to say about their team. So we can always be found on any of your listening devices, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, you name it. We are there. So be sure to search State of the Marauders or follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of the exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Marauder Rodriguez. And before we talk about the 2022 baseball and crew previews, Let's start off with some news 
about the rest of the program this week. So, the lacrosse team fell 12-7 to Immaculata in their scrimmage on Wednesday. But the offense was sensational for the Marauders in this one. J.D. Farkers and Juice Sargent each with a hat trick. Dylan Coyle with a goal as well. But the defense seemed a little bit inconsistent. You know, they Immaculata got a lot of shots in on Henry Walker. So... That was their only scrimmage before the regular season starts on Wednesday against Morristown Beard. So we'll see what the lacrosse team has in store for that opening game at home. But not, not a good start for the lacrosse team as they would fall 12-7 to in their scrimmage. The baseball team that we just mentioned, they walked it off against St. John Vianney 4-3 on a John... Muller, bases loaded, single on Friday. It was 0-0 after four innings. And, and Matt Corwin and the St. John Vianney pitcher were in an epic duel. No hits pretty much, no runs. It was just back and forth. Ground out, strikeouts, you name it. It was epic pitching duel. The Marauders were strike in the fifth with three runs, including a two-run inside the park home run. By Massimo and Fante Mina. So that was a good, good way to start that game. But then in the sixth inning, St. John Vianney were responding with two. They scored one on a wild pitch in the top of the seventh. Before in the bottom of the seventh, in order to not end in a tie, John Mola walks off with a bases loaded single into left field to win the game four to three. He got mom, you know. The Marauders have not had a good preseason, so there was a little good of a feel moment for the Marauder team who, who needed some confidence heading into final scrimmages this week. And then, again, the big matchup Friday afternoon, Caden Point. And it's a waking for the Marauders, but they're taking on a Ferris team who, if you remember from last year, again, epic pitching, shut down the Marauder offense, eliminated them in the Hudson County semifinals, so. Revenge is going to be on the minds for this Marauders team on Friday afternoon. And that game will be seen live on D1 Media Pro. So, again, as I mentioned before, if you have not done so, subscribe to the NFHS Network today to watch all of the prep baseball games. In wrestling, Adrian DeJesus would win at the NHC SCA High School Nationals at 106 pounds. Congratulations to Adrian at the freshman level. Spectacular. Felix Latini at the senior level finished fourth at 138 pounds. Martin Maninetti finished sixth at 220. Anthony Harris finished at seventh at 170. And Jonathan Fuller finished at eighth at 138. So great job by the wrestlers competing in the high school nationals this week. Great job by the boys there. Mark Armstrong would end up third in the 2022 Mr. Hoop Zone voting which was said by the media, media coaches, and Jersey Sports on Personnel voted on the 2022 Mr. Hoop Zone. Mark had two first-place votes, six second-place votes, and 26 third-place votes. One of that one was, of course, DJ Wagner out of Camden, the two-time player of the year with Jersey Sports Zone and the Gatorade player of the year as well. He wanted over Roosevelt Catholic Simeon Wiltshire, but 
I mean, those two guys, Simon Roach and DJ Wagner, had a heck of a battle at the turn of the champions. So I'm not surprised those two guys would be the first and second place nominees. Also from Jersey Sports Zone, there was a voting contest going on in the Jersey Sports Zone 2022 Dunk Madness. Mark Armstrong's dunk in the Hudson County semifinals against North Bergen. And Zion Thala's dunk against Hudson Catholic, the ESPN number one top play on SportsCenter, is also up for nomination as well. You can find the links to both of them on Jersey Sports Zone's Twitter at JSC underscore sports. I also retweeted on my personal profile at SPP as well. So vote for Zion, vote for Mark, and let's get them some Dunk Madness trophies. And then lastly on the news this week, volleyball has the opening scrimmage at the barn against Lindhurst. The live stream on YouTube will be linked on my profile at SPP for both varsity and JV action. I'll be providing light tweets on my profile as well for the varsity game. So tune in and support your St. Peter's Prep Marauders. So for the baseball team, we're going to start to preview their season. They start the 2022 campaign this Friday with a quote-unquote away game against Ferris, who, as we remember from last year, knocked out the Marauders in the Hudson County semifinals. Head coach Pat Laguerre and senior captain Jack O'Donnell spoke with Ryan Larry and Joe Henry from D1 Media Pro on this week's State of the Morals Hotline as we preview the 2022 St. Peter's Prep baseball team. So let's get to listen to what they have to say. Welcome to the State of the Morals Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for nonprofit organizations, professional fundraising, interim executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. Ryan Lowey from D1 Media Pro, joined with head coach of the St. Peter's Prep baseball team, Pat Laguerre, on the State of the Marauders podcast. A big win for you guys today here in the preseason. How does this build you guys up to April 1st opening day? Well, it's always good to go out here and uh, play particularly well and, and, and get a W, even though it's a scrimmage. Uh, it's, a, it's a big change from yesterday where we didn't play particularly well and Madison came down here mm-hmm. and pretty much handed it to us. But, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a testament to the kids to come back in such a short period of time, turn over and come back here and, and pitch well and play pretty good defense and, uh, and had some time to hit it. Obviously, April 1st, not too far away. You guys are taking on Ferris. They have a very good pitching staff, one of the top public school pitching staffs in the state. Who are you most concerned about in terms of their pitching staff on April 1st? Well, they could legitimately throw three guys at us. They had, yeah. you know, we faced two last year, and we didn't have much success with either one of them. But you know, again, it's still high school baseball. You know, we're still going to go in with a plan. Uh, we all know that if those guys are on top of the game, it's going to be very difficult for us to uh, uh, 
get ahead of them. But, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to the challenge. Obviously, non-public A, one of the toughest brackets for the postseason. That's going to be coming up in June. Who are you most looking forward to taking on in that bracket? And who are you most concerned about? Well, I'm not looking forward to taking on any of those guys. <laughs> uh, those guys are good. You know, traditionally, you know, we're one of the that's one of the toughest brackets in the state. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had much success against Seton Hall or, mm. or Don Bosco, but we relish the competition. We, we look forward to facing any one of those guys, and we think we're just, we're just as good as anybody in that bracket. So, you know, whatever happens and, and whoever we, we're, we're scheduled to play, we're going to be there. Whose progression are you the happiest with on the mound and as well in the field or hitting? Well, right now, uh, pitching-wise, you know, Makai Moore has really stepped up. His last two starts have been really good. Matt Coleman's starts have been really good. Ryan Rapinski has been <laughs> fabulous. We're going to rely a lot on, on those guys. Defensively, we're getting our shortstop back because he was injured for a little bit. Uh, 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 William Boxdale, Trey Boxdale has really stepped up. He's really come, you know, come alive defensively. He's he's improved so much better, and he, he can swing the bat pretty good. So his continued improvement is only going to make us a better team. Ryan Lowey, D1 Media Pro on the State of the Marauders podcast. Thank you, Coach Legarren. Good luck this season. Thank you. Hi, here on D1 Media Pro, NFHS Network. My name is Joseph Henry. I'm joined alongside Jack O'Donnell, varsity captain for St. Peter's Prep after a nice scrimmage win versus St. John Vianney. Jack, what are your thoughts after that great win? Um, definitely a must-need win, bouncing back from yesterday. Uh, we wanted to play well defensively and uh, pitch well as well. And our guys chucked it today, and we made plays, so I'm happy. You know, Jack, what's your mindset when you're up there in the batter's box getting ready to go? Um, well, the mindset, as me as well as the guys, so, uh, controlled aggression. You know, not chasing early in the count, waiting for our pitch and driving the baseball. And then when we do get uh, behind the count, just compete and be tough. So obviously you guys had a little bit of a tough preseason, one and four unofficially, then just moved to two and four. Do you feel like going into the regular season now you've got a lot of momentum? Um, definitely Tay was a momentum builder, a uh, guy on the mound for St. John Vianney, threw it well. Uh, we competed, we had the lead loss, it came back, and moments like these are uh, real momentum gainers. You know, Jack, great job today. Thank you for taking some time to talk to us, and good luck in the season. Thank you, Joe. Thank you to Coach Laguerre and to Jack for taking some time this week to join the podcast. And let's talk about what happened from my perspective with last year's team. So last year, by their standards, to me, was a slight disappointment. They ended the season with a 15-10 and 10 record. And as I mentioned before, they did not get to any championship. Ferris eliminated them in the county semis. Seeing a whole prep will eliminate them 2-0, no-hitter in the quarterfinal of the state tournament. So they lost their second leading RBI man in Ryan King last year. Their best statistical pitcher in Connor McElroy Barker, who, as you remember, had a complete game shutout in the first round of the state tournament last year. Their captain behind the dish in Ian Wilson, and probably the most talked about baseball play in the last two years for St. Peter's Prep in Teague Mulcahy. But they are still bringing back a lot of talent from last year as well. So, even though they lost some, some good seniors, they're bringing back a lot of underclassmen talent including the Marauder Freshman of the Year, Makai Moore, voted on by you people out there. He pitched to a 3-0 record with a .78 ERA. And remember, he had the game-winning home run, two-run shot against Memorial. So that's a good piece to bring back. You also had the middle infield tandem of Ulysses Ferraz and Jack O'Donnell, who 
Not only do they flash the glove numerous times throughout the year, but they also showcased their speed and hitting abilities as well as they led the team in steals and in batting average. So I, I, I'm expecting those two guys to set the table for the Marauder offense this year. The big mashers in the middle of the lineup will once again be Matt Corwin and Ellis Reed. And, you know, the aforementioned Corwin, we also saw him pitch against St. John Vianney. So it looks like he's going to be doing some double duty as well this year. And he had an excellent performance against St. John Vianney in the scrimmage on Saturday. It's going to be interesting to see how Coach Laguerre will use him on a consistent basis to make sure he gets a bat every day in the lineup because he's a big-time hitter for this murder team. Ellis Reed showcased his power against Ramapo with a deep bomb to straight center field on the road. And he's going to get a lot more chances this year to showcase his power in the middle of that lineup. So we mentioned Mackay Moore before as a pitcher to watch out for. But if we're talking about pitching, you have to mention these two other starters besides Mackay. And they are Ryan Brapinski and Matt Sipkowski. You know, they had solid years during their junior seasons on the mound. When Pinsky, like Matt Corwin, is also a two-way player. And Rupinski batted 250 with 11 RBIs. He was the ace of the pitching staff with Mulcahy out for most of the year. He had 28.2 innings pitch with 27 strikeouts, which was second most on the staff, so a pretty good job there. But he also led the pitching staff in walks. So I guess the question is, will he find his control this year. Let's see if he's able to rebound and, and be that ace of the staff that they depend on game in and game out when the chips are on the line. Other guys to watch out for in this year's team include the aforementioned Massimo Fantini and he had that two, two run into the park homer. You know, he was a great glove for the Marauders last season. He drew a lot of walks. He's one of the lead out, leaders in the clubhouse as well. So I'm looking for him to be a, a big influence on this team. Nick Rappa, Raul Cortinas, you know, both guys played a huge role last year, starting and relieving. And while, you know, they might continue to get some spot starts on occasion when they need to, I feel like the Marauder bullpen will be led by these two for most of the season. And if that's the case, I mean, we've seen that their strikeout stuff that they have. This Marauder bullpen should be a strength for the team this season if those two guys are leading the bullpen charge this season. So we went through all that. Went through all the previews. What are the expectations for the team this season? Well, based on what you heard from Coach Laguerre's interview, you know, Ferris is coming back with their elite pitching staff. Bayonne, that's prep Bayonne, that's always going to continue to be a big rivalry. The Marauders are going to have their hands full in the county play, you know. And then we're not even talking about the non-public side of things, where they face the likes of Delby and Bosco and St. Hall and St. Joe's. I mean, those teams are the elites of the elites in the state. So they're going to have their, their, their big hands full in state play and in county play. But if you are Coach Laguerre, you set up the table correctly to get as many county wins as possible in the regular season. So that way, when it comes to the playoffs, you can set up shop once the County tournament play starts. So if you could set yourself up in the regular season, I can see the Marauders getting a good seed for the Hudson County tournament. 
And based on what I see on the schedule, be a lot of home games for the Marauders this year. You know, the first five games are all at Caden Point. You know, the first game opening day is technically an away matchup because it's the fairest, the home team, but it's still Caden Point matchups is batting first. It's the only difference. Before they take on Pope John, Bayonne, St. Joe's Regional, and Memorial, all home games to start the season. So if you're a Marauder fan, you want to go at the very least, okay, maybe three and two. I'd be a good, good watermark. You know, a lot of good teams. Pope John's a good team. St. Joe's Regional's a good team. Ferris with the pitching staff. Bayonne, Memorial. I, that's a tough way to start the season, ladies and gentlemen. But if you go three and two, that'd be a good way to start your season. Then, so right after that, they would head to Lindhurst to take on their rival, Bergen Catholic top 20 team, State of New Jersey, before another two county games at home. So, Seven out of their first eight games are at Caden Point. So that's 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 a lot of home games for the Mars. And they end their season in the same boat as well as they end with five out of the last six games at Caden. And in those games, they're going to take on Bosco, Bergen, North Bergen, Ramapo, and Carney at home. So, again, you, you start the season with good competition. You end the season with good competition. They take on St. Joe's Metuchen in the last game before the Hudson County Tournament. But, again, got Bosco Bergen in there, Grandpa, all, all good competition. So, this is going to be a tough test for the Marauders this season. That's my perspective, at least. Let, let, let's hear how Kevin Connolly of the Class of 2016 of Meter Pro sees this team this season. I want to I want to get his perspective on what he believes this team can do this year. So Kevin, take it away, buddy. Renato, it's always a special time when a season begins. You have high hopes, championship aspirations, and that's what we have here in the spring sports season, specifically with the baseball team. I mean they're looking to turn the page to 2022 they have eyes at a Hudson County title. They have eyes at a sectional title. Um, there's just so much promise that's always there at the beginning of a season, and deservedly so for, for this prep team. They return a lot of guys from last year, um, and they have all the pieces there to make a big run this year. It's going to be really interesting to see how well they perform once the lights go on and that big stage arrives and uh, opening day is finally here and, and can't wait to get out there um, this weekend and, and finally you smell that freshly cut grass or, or the turf, and um, just it just feels different. It feels like spring is finally here, and then summer is right around the corner. Opening day in, in any baseball season is always a great time, and uh, really looking forward to watching this team grow throughout the course of the year. All right. Thank you, Kevin, for your thoughts. And, again, thank you to Pat and Jeff for coming on. It's going to be a good baseball season, I feel like. It's, I'm going to try to go to as many games and cover as many games as possible. But again, make sure you buy your subscription. And I think it's number one. We'll have all those games covered. So buy a subscription and watch the games with us. It's going to be a fun one. So the crew team now, they were a, a two-season sport. So they had the fall. They had the spring. They just started their regatta on yesterday, on Sunday. At the Metropolitan New Speed Order at Old Peck County Park. We're gonna get those results for you in next week's episode. But 
before that race, Ben Nolasayolik of the class of 2024 spoke with the senior captain, Biagio Guido, on what they think their season's going to be like. So, Ben, take it away, buddy. All right, I am currently here with St. Peter's Prep's rowing captain, Biagio Guido. So, Biagio, rowing for four years at Prep, how much would you say the team has grown since you were a freshman? You know, I'll say the, the team size hasn't significantly grown, but I think we've grown in a few other aspects. Uh, definitely culture. I think we have a, a much better group, uh, group of people than what we started with my freshman year. We have people who, you know, really want to be here. We have coaches who are given seven days out of uh, seven days a week, you know, always being here, always pushing to have us be the best we can be. Uh, you know, in terms of actual size, I don't know if we've grown too much, but we've definitely become a much better team in this time. Definitely. And as the senior captain, what are your expectations for the spring season? You know, we're going up against uh, some really competitive teams. I'm hoping that uh, we put up a good fight. I know we're not going to win all the races, but really at the end of the day, we're going to be racing ourselves this season to get better, you know, better each time. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very hopeful for this season. we got some fast guys. I'm looking forward to it. Of course. And how does it feel to be elected as the captain of Marauder Rowing for your final season here? You know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor, really. It's humbling. Uh, ever since I was a freshman, I always looked up to the, all the captains, obviously. You know, I, really all I can do is try to just honor the, honor the captains that came before me. You know, we got Felix Heimerich, Sal and Bordon. We had, we had uh, Roberto my freshman year. We, you know, we're, I'm just really going to try to do right by them and do right by the program. Of course. And lastly, what is your favorite race that Prep will be attending this season? Well, not to sound too, uh, not to toot our own horn, we're hoping to get to nationals this year. You know, there's always the Stoteberries we're looking forward to, the Manny Flicks. I think that all the races are good. They're going to be a struggle and they're going to be a battle, but I'm looking forward to all of them. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for your time, Biagio. Thank you, Ben. So, thank you to Biagio for coming on. Excited to talk a little bit of crew on the, on the podcast. Next week, they have the Manny Flick Regatta, Manny Flick number three from Kelly Drive. The week after that, Manny Flick number four from Kelly Drive. And then they have the spring break rowing trip on Lake Marion, which is going to be interesting during the spring break time. Before that, they're going to take on St. Augustine at Lake Lenape Invitational. And then the NJ State Championships will be on April 30th from the Cooper River Boathouse. And that's going to be in Penskalkin, New Jersey. Okay. Then they're going to go back to Kelly Drive. You know, they have the many flicks, invitationals. And then Kelly Drive is also hosting the Philadelphia City Championships as well. So a lot of good competition goes out to the Philadelphia City Championships in which the Marauders will compete in. And then, don't forget, to help the crew team out, they have the SPP Rowing Ergathon. That's going to be May 14th at St. Peter's Prep. So make a donation when that comes up. I'll, I'll provide the links for you guys to donate to help out the SPP Rowing team. And then, we got the Stokesbury Cup. Runs again on Kelly Drive, May 20th and May 21st. Before they head out to Nationals, May 27th to May 28th. Again, 
all these meets on the weekends, 8 a.m. So if, if you're an early riser like me, head out to these crew events and support your St. Peter's Prep Marauders. And again, for all of your Marauder coverage, make sure you head over to Instagram. Follow their page at Marauder Rowing. Okay, so to follow the coverage at Marauder Rowing on Instagram. For all of your Marauder Rowing updates. Well, that is it for another episode of the State of Mars podcast. I want to thank Kevin, Pat, Jack, Biagio for coming on this week and proving their respective teams. I also want to thank my guys from D1 Media Pro, Ben Nova, so you look at the class of 2024, Joe Henry of the class of 2022, Ryan Lowry, and Kevin Connolly, class of 2016, for helping me out with the previews this week. Be sure to check out the volleyball scrimmage today, Monday, at the gym, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, before the lacrosse team will officially open up their season at JFK Field against Morristown Beer, 4.37. Again, that game is going to be on D1 Media Pro, so we got to buy it. Got to buy it. And then the volleyball team will have their opener next week, Monday against Harrison. But before then, you had the baseball team opening up Caden Point, Friday at 4.30 against Ferris, Saturday at 11 against Pope John. A lot of action coming up. Spring season is about to get on the way for your Marauders. So, exciting times coming to Jersey City. And before I end the episode, I want to give a quick shout-out to the pride of Jersey City. That is the St. Peter's Peacocks. All right, as a Masters alum from the from the school, that was a heck of a run they did. Shout-out to Coach Shaheen Holloway and the rest of the guys for a job well done this tournament. Again, I, I, I think Jersey City is now... A fun place to be. All right. So, prior Georgia City, respect. Thank you. Thank you for everything. So, thank you to everyone for tuning into this week's episode. And be sure to spread the word of the State of Marauders podcast by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We're going to see you all next week. Spring's in the air. You know, it's like 40 degrees outside. It's okay. Spring's in the air. And as always, let's go prep. Hey, this is head athletic trainer Joe Lasella, and you are listening to the State of the Marauders podcast, sponsored by D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports.